That'll get things started here on Jackson Share Sports Radio. Uh, I'm glad to be joined by one of Richmond's best, Andre Gustafson, who is a guard for the Richmond Spiders. Uh, Andre is six foot five, 205 pounds, and he's played a big role in the team's success this past year. And, you know, due to his amazing perimeter presence as a defender, Andre has been put on some of the best uh, of the best um, on the opposing team's side, right? And, you know, you've had that amazing perimeter presence, that great defense. Um, and in my mind, you know, Andre, honestly, those stats, you know, averaging 4.4, 4.5 points, 2.5 rebounds, an assist, and shooting 39%, stats really don't mean anything to me at this point. It's about heart, and I think you show that heart. Um, so it really doesn't mean – really, stats don't mean anything to me at this point. It's it's really the heart. So, And we saw that in March Madness, you know what I mean? So that's how, that's how it really is. So, Andre, I want to open the floor up to you before we start. Just want to thank you again. Um, for coming on to the show. Okay, well, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, that was very nice of you to say that. Um, so, I mean, yeah, you want me to, like, introduce myself? Or, sure, go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, yeah, so I'm from Helsinki, Finland. Uh, I'm an international. Been at Richmond for four years. A little bit here. Staying for my... COVID year, so I'm going to be a fifth year next year. Oh, yeah. Uh, played with amazing players. I think I had, we had like 6,000 point scorers, a couple 2,000 point scorers this year. Oh, yeah. Had a chance to play with them. Had a chance to play with the national leader in steals, leader in steals in the history of NCA, Jacob Gilliard. Um, Again, I had a chance to be coached by Coach Mooney, which is, has been a really ex- amazing experience for me personally. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So just rolling right into this, Andre, you know, I'm interested to know, coming from Finland and all this stuff, how how did you first get into basketball, man? I mean, that has got to be – this has got to be a real interesting story. I want to hear this for sure. All right. So uh, my both parents played basketball. Uh, and once I was born, they were both coaching in Helsinki, Finland. My older brother, who's 16 years older than me, also was playing basketball. So I was always around basketball. And I was always around, but never really started at officially until I was in second grade. Oh, yeah. Like eight years old or something like that. And yeah, and started that with my younger brother. And ever since I've been playing basketball. Oh, yeah. And went to high school. Everything was done in Finland. Had a coach who played in the NBA in my high school who helped me with the recruitment process and somehow got a hold of Coach Jones here at University of Richmond. And one thing led to another, and I was here on a visit and I committed. Oh, yeah, man. It's been a great, great journey, and you're, as you said, continuing another year, which I'm really excited to see where that team goes 100%, man. Um, so, Andre, tell me about your daily routine. So, you know, something that the listeners, listeners at home should know about Richmond bas- the basketball program in Richmond. What, what do you do every day? Um, I mean, our normal – we're in the off-season now, so it's, the schedule is a little different. Yeah. Where we have, like, more personalized workouts and heavy – weightlifting about three times a week 
and then conditioning twice a week. But during the season, it's depends on our game schedule. Usually, it's two games a uh, a week. Once it's in conference, we have always about four lifts a week. Some of them before the games, a day before the game, are usually the most. They're more specified for preparation for the games, and the other lift they usually right after the game or two days before the game are usually something to get us help moving or like get us help moving and uh, like so we can start feeling better and get ready for practice. And then our practices are usually from two to four, uh, pretty intense. Usually same type of format, depending on who we play. If somebody's pressing us, we might go over, press more. Or if there are some teams that play zone, we might go over zone tactics more. And yeah, it's a pretty, pretty busy schedule. And I have classes in the morning, sometimes classes from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. It kind of depends. Oh, yeah. That, that sounds like a pretty busy day, man. That's... Wow, that's, yeah, that's a really busy day. So, Andre, you know, you played in some big moments, such as a win, you know, versus Iowa, 67 to 63 in March Madness. That was insane. You won against Davidson uh, in the A10 championship to go to the March Madness tournament. And then you played in Providence. You guys lost, unfortunately, but it was incredible. Tell me a little about, bit about every one of those games, one of those moments, and what stood out. Uh, you said Davidson, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so starting with Davidson, I think that was the most special memory for me, I think. Just from the point of view that we've I've played with this group of guys for a long, long time now. And knowing what all the guys have been through, like we had Dexter that scored both of his ACLs and was still playing. Mm. Um, Grant Golden, like a survivor, basically. Um, yeah, that was amazing. Um, everything just came together at that game and during that whole tournament run. And that just fighting till the end. I think we were down seven with two minutes to go or five minute 30. And we came back and won that and had a chance to play in the tournament. Got to play Iowa. Oh yeah, that was that was a big challenge for us. But I think coming off four wins straight, I think we're we kept the same mentality we had that we just needed to fight, and no matter who's who we're playing and who's against us. Um, so basically, we had a great, great like great plan, great scouting by our coaches. Um, our players were really ready to play. And I think that helped us. And I think everybody on the bench, everybody who played really did their best in that game. And I think we're still clicking in that game. So that we got the chance to beat Iowa, Big Ten champs. And, and in Providence, I think we weren't hitting our shots. And Providence was really, really good at that game. They're shooting completely different than they usually do, just because they're from our scouting report. They're more of a team that wanted to be in the post more, 
and drive for the basket more. But I think they made like eight threes in the first ten minutes, which is kind of absurd. Oh yeah, but it's that's basketball. I got to live with that. So. Oh, definitely. That's that's a great point. You can wake up any day and feel any anything and play the way you you know, just yeah. play. Um. So you know. I'm interested to know what March Madness was like. What made this so special? You know, you said the Iowa game. I was actually in the car uh, coming back and watching Richmond play Iowa, watch you guys play, and I was like, dude, I thought you guys were going to blow the game for a second. Like, I'm not I'm not going to, you know, aim at you guys, but I thought, I thought the game, you guys were going to blow that game, and I was like, dude, everyone's bracket just got busted. With Iowa, you know, people had Iowa going to the Final Four. People had Iowa winning it. I mean – and you guys took them out? That's unbelievable. So uh, just what was the atmosphere of March Madness like, man? This is – it's crazy. Uh, it was unbelievable. Like uh, NCAA chartered us a private flight. I mean, that was amazing. We had our like a hotel dedicated to us. It was like decked out in spiders, gear, like all the logos and stuff. <laughs> uh, all our families were staying in the same hotel. The food was amazing. Um, the arena that we played in was crazy. It was a surreal experience to like because we had an open practice a day before the game, so that was a surreal experience to kind of uh, get to shoot around on the March Madness court, use the just get the, a little bit of the feel of how it, that just like comparing it to what you've seen on TV for oh, yeah. I don't know how many years now, just kind of seeing in reality is it's a really cool experience and yeah i iowa was packed i don't know how many people were there i think over ten thousand people uh, there was a lot of richmond fans and richmond is far away closer richmond's closer than iowa but still far away from richmond i still had a huge support there's like students that's that oh yeah all of our games i saw them it was like amazing to see them amazing to give them something in return and yeah i mean like there's also like a buzz around iowa just because they had won the big 10 tournament and oh yeah it was just amazing to experience that play against those guys and come up with the win to be honest, I think they really got cocky, man. Like I thought, I thought, you know, coming off the Big Ten tourney win, you know, winning the entire Big Ten—that's a huge deal. But I think the the thing that really gets shot at is, you know, the, the point that really gets shot at is teams that win the Big Ten. They really during the regular season they beat so much up on each other that when it comes time to March Madness, you know, teams like Richmond or twelve seeds or thirteen seeds can go in and beat them. And I really think that Iowa got cocky and they thought that they could just roll in and beat you guys. And that didn't happen. So, I mean, you guys definitely, I give so much credit to Richmond for sure. Um, moving on to, you know, you as a player, I, I'd like to know what is one word that describes you as a basketball player? Um, one word? Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a difficult question, but I ask everyone that I interview it, so. Uh, give me a sec. Take your time. I got a couple of words, but I think they're like too, too narrow. Um, 
whatever. I would works. say the first thing that comes to work mind is like all around. If that's one word. Okay. That'll work. That'll work. That'll work. Uh, I think like defensive could be one. Tenacious oh. could be one. Tenacious and uh, defensive. I see that for sure. But yeah, I think the, uh, those three kind of. Yeah. I, I picture of what I you're a very defensive person and as i said before you know you were put on some of the best guys i mean on the on the opposing team uh just because of your perimeter preference uh your presence um so you know i got a couple more questions just last couple questions here um so what do you plan i saw like you said earlier you mentioned that you committed you announced that you're going to go back to richmond on march 31st you announced that what do you have to do? Um, what helped you make this decision first? And what do you plan to do better next season uh, with Richmond? So I think I already had an idea that I was going to come back Yeah. around in March when it became more clear after talking to coaches, like what kind of plan it would be and what possibilities I would have on the school side, which seemed really like good options to me and yeah. something that would was a good option for going pro that I could have done. Uh, and I think for next year, I think I just have to increase my shooting percentages, uh, be able to knock down all the open threes. I think there's going to be something I got to learn about not playing with 6,000 point scores. I think there's going to be more opportunities on offense to create for others. And I haven't really thought too much about that, but I think that's going to work well with the team we have set up for next year. Yeah. And yeah. So basically I think I need to just get in the gym and shoot. And I think everything else is going to take care of itself as long as I work on it too. Oh yeah. I look forward to seeing the progress for sure. So last couple questions here, last two, uh, what music do you listen to to get hyped before games? Uh, it's a fun question. What do you, what'd you listen to before March Madness? What got you hyped? Uh, <laughs> so right before March Madness, I went to see a uh, Batman. Oh, yeah, have you seen it? I, I haven't, but I really want to see it. I really want to. Right, so there's a, uh, the song something in the way. <laughs> it's kind of funny, but I use, I just used, uh, I was, there's EDM that I listen to. Yeah. I think it just, I don't get too, like, too serious about it. I just want to go out and have fun. But with something in the way, I was, like, kind of got in the mood of being the underdog. I don't know. But I like that. Respect. Way. And, yeah, that, that was kind of interesting to me. I don't know. <laughs> I respect it. I I haven't heard that one before, but I respect it for sure. The underdog mentality. I think it was just like a seasonal thing, just because I had seen that. Now. I don't think I'll continue that in the future. <laughs> All right, man. All right, got you. Uh, so last question here: What is your message to little kids out there? You know, looking to be in your spot uh, that you're currently in. Uh, I would say play any sport, all the sports you want. I think specializing too early is something that or you should just play as many sports as you can for as long as you can and then find something that you love and and once you 
decide on one sport, just give your everything, try and learn as much as possible. Try to learn from the coaches. The coaches only usually want the best for you. And yeah, just gotta have a learning mindset and be coachable. I think that's something that will help like grow as the person and as an athlete and possibly get in situations like mine. All right, man. Thank you, Andre. Appreciate it, man. Uh, words of wisdom. I look forward to uh, seeing you next season with Richmond, man. It's going to be great. Uh, and you'll be that guy next season. You're going to be, you know, without those leading scores, like you said, look forward to seeing that progress. Uh, good luck with everything. And I'll hopefully we can run it back soon for sure, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. See you later. See you. Have a nice okay. day. See you. Bye. That was Andre Gustafson uh, from Richmond University with the Richmond Spiders. Um, so, yeah, just a different perspective than I've seen. You know, he's he's you know, he's definitely different from the sides that I've seen. I mean, he's very interesting, though. I mean, you know, coming from out of, out of the U.S., playing basketball, playing. I don't think he plays. You know, we'll see. We'll see if he plays to try to go pro. I mean, obviously, you want to go pro. Um but we'll see what happens with that. Um, great wins over Iowa. A great win um, in the A10, A10 tournament versus uh, Davidson, as he said. And just all around a great player. Sorry for this late March Madness episode. We're going to have some more content coming. This was just to talk about uh, and see what it's like to be a college athlete. What it was like to be in that game uh, for college basketball. A little late on the show, but... Still listenable. A great, it's going to be a great uh, episode. Hope you learned something from this. Hard work is key, guys. Hard work is key. NBA content coming soon. Going for the NBA playoffs. I'll give you my pick right now if you made it to the end of this episode. The Golden State Warriors are my pick to end up in the championship and win. All right. See you guys in the next podcast episode. Uh, and I ho hope you guys enjoyed this. More content coming soon. Sorry I've been a little lazy lately. Just had a lot going on. Uh, so, yeah, thank you so much, guys, for listening to this podcast episode. And I'll see you in the next one. Peace out.